podcast, where we promulgate that your physical, psychological, and financial health are your true sources of wealth that must be safeguarded and optimized to achieve long-lasting happiness. Here, we'll discuss tactics on how you may self-actualize to reach the pinnacle of authentic masculinity by embracing true libertarian principles, arming yourself with red pill knowledge, as well as implementing the most up-to-date holistic health biohacks to optimize your health. Stop being a blue pill sheep, being led to slaughter by big government and the court system. Become an awakened man. Here's your host, Gregory. Hello, everybody. This is Gregory, and welcome back to another episode of The Awakened Man. I hope you were doing well today. Today, we're going to go down the road of politics and talk about term limits. Look, there's two types of people that go into government who want to be politicians. It's the psychopaths and the narcissists. I don't care. Now, you're like, Gregory, you're conservative. you got to support the conservative. Come on. Come on. You know who should you know who we should vote into office? People who don't want to go into office. Because the people are like, I want to be a politician. I want to represent us in government. This isn't Mr. Chips Goes to Hollywood anymore. These people are already worshiping mammon. And they already have a God complex. And look, nowadays in America, you have to be rich to run for office. So as it is, they're probably already corrupted because wealth is corrupts can't worship mammon right it's in the bible it's harder for a rich man to go to heaven than for a camel to go through a needle's eye not because there's anything wrong with being rich it's because you tend to get corrupted by greed so people who run for office as a whole either want more money and they know by going into the government they can get that or they want the validation because they're narcissists. They want to be praised and worshipped by sycophants. And yes, there are a few who are well-intentioned good people, but many of them are already corrupted by the time they get to that point. Even local office, but certainly state office. They've been corrupted by the ruling elite. The ruling elite has dirt on them, for example. I don't know, maybe they visited a prostitute and video recorded. Maybe they drugged him. What was that, Ricochet, like Denzel Washington's early movie where he gets drugged and then... He wakes up, he's having sex with a prostitute, and it's video, being video recorded, and they could use it against him as blackmail. But either way, let's say you have a Mr. Chips, and for you guys who are young, you don't know what I'm talking about. This is a movie by uh, Jimmy Stewart way back in the 40s. He's like an idealistic man who goes to Hollywood. I'm sorry, goes to uh, Washington. Tries to change the, change, clear the swamp, so to speak. So the problem with this is, is government corrupts because people, Power corrupts, and absolute power corrupts absolutely. There's a reason we've had this term for 200 years at least. Let's look back at the Tea Party. So we had the Tea Party about a decade ago, right? It was this great groundswell after Obama got into office, and they wanted to repeal Obamacare and tighten up the borders and, and, and cut government spending and all these things. And so there was this great groundswell, and then a lot of new politicians, new people got elected into Congress, and it was great. But what happens is when you, we're human, we're flawed, right? The fall of Adam and Eve. So when we get to Washington, Mr. Chips gets to Washington. He likes being there. He likes the perks of being a representative. He likes the status he gets by being a representative. 
And so what happens is the the push, the desire to get reelected over and over and over again supersedes any, let's say, earnest desire to change Washington as if one representative can change Washington. But either way, then you start getting into the desire of being reelected. And as you know, congressmen only are elected for two years. So like the, the, the second half of the term is all about getting reelected, right? Because they want to stay in power. It's a lot of, lot of fringe benefits you get, right? You get to go on the speaking tour. You get pork barrel spending. So you get stuff sent to your district. You get little kickbacks. And if you notice like how many of these politicians, including presidents, have made money while they're president. And of course, the, the salary of presidents like two hundred fifty thousand a year, but they make more money because there's the, of course they they tap into the coffers, right? So you have people who are wolf in sheep's clothing who are like, yeah, I'm going to change things. I'm a good American libertarian conservative. I like me from Oklahoma, and really they're just psychopaths who want power, but they hide it well. Then they get into power. Next thing you know, they've been there ten years. And they'll say, well, you know, I need to be here as long as I can to affect change. You know, you're just being there as long as you can to get more power and to feed your narcissism. And I know a lot of you Trump robots are hating what I'm telling you. Trump's a narcissist. We all know it. You could support his ideology. And certainly a lot of people voted for him in 2016 because the alternative, which was Killary, was too much to handle, right? It was unpalatable. So you're like, okay, yeah, Trump, yeah. I mean, he speaks the truth. He's he you know, shoots from the hip, but he is a narcissist. So look, I mean, don't feel bad that you voted for Trump. I'm not telling you to feel bad, but let's let's step back. And to me, you always look at the ideology and never the politician, because all the politicians are corrupt. Trump is a narcissist. Anybody who has a modicum of intelligence can look at him and know that he's a narcissist. Now he left. He's like, yay, Gregory, you go after Trump. Look, sweetheart, I am I'm a libertarian. I side much more with the Republicans than I do with you socialists. So what can we do to save America? Honestly, nothing. America's gone. America's gone. Because look, even if you're like, okay, in two years, you know, we can get the, uh, the House back and maybe the Senate in four years. Yeah, okay, well, good luck. I mean, this election showed, if anything, that uh, elections can be manipulated and, um, yeah, you might not ever win another election ever again. But even if, let's say the Republicans do get the House back and let's let's just say they get all the, the, the power back 40, 48 years. Government grows under Republicans. Government grows under Republicans. Government grows in general the last hundred years, certainly since the Great Depression, but certainly after World War II with the military industrial complex. It grew under Eisenhower, a conservative. It grew under Reagan, a conservative. It grew under the Bushes. It grew under Trump. So they, so either it's one of two things. They just say they want to make government smaller. Or they try to and they really can't. But it's mostly because they can't control Leviathan. You can't defeat Leviathan. I mean, look, look at... Um, Look at Social Security. Look at even Obamacare. Look at Medicaid, Medicare. They've been around. Medicaid, Medicare has been around 50, 60 years. You think a, a Republican politician is going to come out and say, we're going to get rid of Medicare, Medicaid? Even conservatives would be like, you can't get rid of Medicare. 
What am I going to do when I get older? Right? So, I mean, government grows because that's what government does. It's a replicating seven-headed hydra. It, government in itself and all these non-elected people who run it, because that's who really runs government is a bureaucracy. They're not going to be like, you know what? I'm going to dissolve my job. You know what? I want to dissolve this whole cabinet department. Because we know America started with only three. Now what do we have? Like 14. Now we have the climate czar that Biden's putting in. You know what? We're just going to eradicate our jobs. <laughs> They're not going to do that. That's the government. Government grows. It grows and grows and grows. So nothing's going to save this country. But what could help? Term limits. And we've talked about that. I mean, we haven't talked about it here on the channel, but it's been talked about for years, decades. This is what I would like. And this is never going to happen. An amendment to the Constitution saying, I, any politician, can only run for one term of whatever office, and that's it. And they have to sign an oath when they get elected and take the oath to <laughs> uphold the Constitution, which is a joke is even half of the Republicans are not upholding the Constitution, certainly the left are not. You have to sign it. So you can only be a two-term, or I'm sorry, one-term, two-year congressman. And then look, you, if, if you do a good job, you can run for senator or run for whatever, governor. That's it, one term. We're supposed to be citizen-run, but what's happened is we did, we've turned into a political class. Not just the people who run for office, but all the sycophants and, and prostitutes that support government in D.C., all the lobbyist groups and the non-governmental agencies and all these things like that. So if they sign something that says, okay, one term, that's it, then maybe they'll bust their butt to do the best they can because they can only do one term. And uh, that'll motivate them and they'll stay fresh and then they got to leave. And then we have to find another citizen to take over. Like we have 330 million people in this country. We can't find 535 people every two to six years to fill that office? I'm sure we can. I'm sure we can. And like I said, it's like it should be like jury duty, right? Nobody wants to work jury duty. That's how that's how serving in your government should be. No one wants to do it. It's a pain in the butt. Imagine if we had professional juries and you had to go to court. Would you would would you like believe in that professional jury? Would you have any trust in them? No. Because at that point they're getting paid and salaried, and now they they are they are conflicted. You know they are they are conflicted. So it's the same thing with 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 the people in office. Look at Richard Burr. Richard Burr was a senator from West Virginia. He was there till he was like ninety eight. Strom Thurmond. Look at these dudes who've been there forever. Even more recently, Chuck Schumer, Pelosi. Look at all these people. They've been there. Our boy Biden has been in government for fifty years, and we expect him to affect change. The dude is out of touch. The dude couldn't even tell you how much a gallon of milk costs. He's been in government. He's been, quote, in service of the people for 50 years. He hasn't worked a real job in 50 years. If he's ever worked a real job, the dude went into office when he was like 20-something. No, we need real people working in government. We need a teacher, a doctor, an accountant, a garbage collector, anybody who has like real life experience. Not these people who live in ivory towers. So you have him sign this. It's not going to happen, though, because for this to affect and go into change, you'd have to have a constitutional amendment. Do you think politicians are really going to sign their own death warrants to their own sucking on the government teat? 
absolutely not. I mean, there'll be a few. There'll be a few. But as a whole, they'll be like, no, you know, you need leadership. Things would fall apart in the Senate and in the House without leadership. That's nonsense. That is nonsense. You think the founding fathers wanted people to be in office for 40 years, aside from the Supreme Court justices? No. Look at Washington. Washington could have been our president until he died. But he only did two terms. He only did two terms. And nobody did more than two terms until the socialist lefty whack job that is FDR. But no, this isn't going to happen. So in closing, let's put in term limits. And closing, closing, let's vet people that we want to take to office. And if anyone comes, even on the local, like even on like the school board, but certainly in, in local, like city council, mayor, House representative, they're like, I want to run. Be like, no, we're going to pick that dude in the corner who uh, hates government. You know, actually, that's the best people that could that could run government. People who hate government. But all this is all theoretical. It's never going to happen. Government's just going to get bigger. People who run it are all sociopaths and they're corrupt. And uh, this country's not going anywhere. I mean, the Republican Party is essentially uh, the slower road to globalism. And a technocracy, and the Democrat Party is just the very fast road to international socialism, like the common the common turn. The Soviet Union had the communist international. The, the whole job of the common turn was to spread communism to all the other countries, which it did pretty successfully. So, I mean, these are the two parties we have. We don't have a true small government party. Why not? Because both parties and their apparatchiks are corrupt. It's the party machinery. And the last thing to say is even if we were to pass an amendment where you can only do one term, what's going to happen? It's going to be like uh, it's going to be like the, the political machines like Daly in Chicago in the 1950s and 60s and, and Boss Tweed in New York in the 1880s or whatever. Tammany Hall. You'll just have local political machines, right? They all have the same belief in ideology, and they'll just take turns every two years. Okay, yeah, you put it in the Constitution, whatever. Okay, so John Doe is going to do this these two years, and then our, his buddy, who's part of Tammany Hall, is going to do it the next two years, and it's all going to be corrupt. Oh, we got to pray for this country. Guys, the website's Naturopathic Earth. Go check out all the articles that we have there. If you appreciate our content, post an honest review right now and subscribe. It means a lot to me. It helps the analytics so we can keep spreading this word about MGTOW optimization. If you want to donate some money, there's a PayPal link in the episode notes. Also, there's a link to Naturopathic Earth in the episode notes, the website. Click on that. It takes you to the website. You can read all the articles that we have there. And also, you can click on my two books on the right side, and that takes you to Amazon. We are Amazon affiliates, so anything you buy on Amazon within 24 hours by going through our links, we get a 2% commission. No expense to you, so that's another way you can help us out. Also, if you want support, talk to somebody from the red pill perspective or weight loss because I lost over 100 pounds and I've kept it off for 30 years, contact me through the clarity.fm link. Go to clarity.fm and schedule something. And lastly, as I've already mentioned, subscribe and post an honest review for this channel, also for the Female Essential Female Holistic Health Apothecary. Uh, we just did an episode on how semen is an antidepressant for women and also confessions of an Shaw, which deals with food addictions and childhood trauma and how to recover from that. Until next time, take care. God bless. Thank you for listening to the Awakened Man Podcast. Find us on Facebook at the Awakened Man podcast page. Subscribe and post an honest review on Apple Podcasts and consider donating to our crowdfunding account. And remember, freedom is better than needle. Until next time. Attributed to Nine Inch Nails.